Hello, and welcome back to Lost in Citations, our regular podcast where we speak to the producers of interesting content and try to learn a little bit more about their background. Joining me today for the first time in a year is my co-host, Jonathan Schachter, to share with you, our valued listeners, the ideas that we have about what we're going to do with the next stage of this project going forward. So uh, very nice to speak to you today, Jonathan. Nice to speak with you as well. I think the way our Podbean sites settings are uh, currently aligned is that I think I, we can only have 50 episodes on the page. So uh, I'm yes, cur- I'm currently on the back burner there. So I, I've been I've been definitely time stamped <laughs> as citation. What am I citation two? Three, three, three. Well, but well, to be fair, I'm citation two. So I've also been kicked off the main page, which isn't cool. But on the on our other page, I guess we should just talk about that briefly. So we actually have two pages. Mm-hmm. We have lost in citations, the Podbean page, mm-hmm. which I often post the audio links on Twitter and Facebook. Those links are both on the on the Podbean page and the lostincitations.com page. Mm-hmm. So the lostincitations.com page you made, which is which is great. And I guess if people want more information than just the audio, I suggest go to that page, which is lostincitations.com. And I think if you go to the podcast tab, there is no limit for number of episodes. So we are not timestamped on that page, which is that, great. That's correct. And and one of the things that we do have on lostincitations.com, we have our guests page. So if you have any particular interests, you can actually go to the guest page and then just control F and type in one of your interests in research and see if any of our past interviewees have mentioned that in our in our podcast we actually uh run all of them through a transcription service and we find the 20 most commonly used words and then we post that with their information for that uh for that week and so that's a way for you to kind of delve back into the archive and learn a little bit more about uh what we've been doing for the last year I don't know about you. When you listen to podcasts, you probably don't often go to the web page. And I think that's myself as well. But I think this is a good chance to tell the listeners that there is a lot of information at lostincitations.com. I will continue to probably post the audio links from Podbean because those look nice and pretty mm-hmm. online. And if you go to the Podbean site, there's also links to lostincitations.com. There's a, there's a lot of different ways you can subscribe. So you can if you get the Podbean app, just look for Lost in Citations and you can subscribe that way and follow us there. I believe we're also on iTunes mm-hmm. and Spotify. Mm-hmm. So whatever app that you enjoy, uh, please follow us and subscribe there. If there's an app that you're on that we are not on, please just let us know. and We'd be happy to put our content there. Anytime, lostincitations at gmail.com is the best way uh, to contact us. We also have a Facebook page. Um, which is a cool way to reach out. You can like the Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter. In underbar citations. Okay. And what's our Facebook? Is it facebook.com slash lost? Lost in citations, yeah. Here's the problem. The very first first episode, I think I said, welcome to the very first episode of Lost in the Citations. Honestly, thinking back, I think you said, uh, welcome to the Lost in Citations podcast, I think is how you've said it. Okay, because our Podbean is lost in the citations.podbean.com. That was before we knew how cool it was to take out <laughs> the. the. Right. Which we know from the, the Facebook movie. You got to take out the. 
Uh, that's <laughs> well, if, if there's anything that we can learn from, it's from Mark Zuckerberg's mistakes. Yes. So I guess the, the reason we kind of wanted to have this, this meeting and, and to talk to our listeners, A, to thank everyone so much for spreading the word. Because if 100%. you look at our, our download numbers compared to our social media presence, it, it's really a huge disconnect. And I think we can really attribute our growth from people sharing it on their personal pages, which has just been amazing. So for example, mm. if, if you've been a guest on the show and you've shared it on your Facebook page and you shared it on your LinkedIn, uh, we notice it and it makes it really makes us happy because we can see other people interacting with your pages. So at this point in our journey for Lost in Citations, if you're a guest on the show, please, please, please share it on your personal page it really makes a big difference because you're probably going to reach people that we don't know. And that's the whole reason why we're doing the show. And also I've had people contact me directly saying that they would like to talk to the interviewees from that particular podcast uh, because they listened to it and they started using the work in their lessons and they really wanted to say thank you and, and learn a little bit more about their research. So any way that you can put it onto social media to reach out helps you reach the kind of people who you probably want to get in contact with. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of that, let, let's jump into the, the main reason we wanted to talk. Yes. So this is this was an idea I had almost from the very beginning, which I had shared with you. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, that's the reason why you came on board and Todd came on board was that I, I, I didn't want to be the purveyor of taste. Or I, I didn't want to be the person who's dis because, and again, my research interest is different than yours. So I reached out to you and I said, would you like to be, you know, a co-interviewer? And then it's great because you interview people uh, with world Englishes and, and lots of different interests that aren't necessarily my focus. And I mentioned to you at some point, it would be nice if we could accept interviews from other people outside just to of you and me. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, just to explain the sales job that uh, John gave to me. So you had interviewed Harumi Sensei in, in the first podcast, and then you mm -hmm. contacted me about being the second podcast. And after the second podcast, you said, well, how about, would you like to join me in this project? The way that you sold it to me was to say, well, look, there must be people out there from your academic career that you want to speak to because you've cited them so much, but you've never met them. You've never been able to actually have a, an interaction with them and ask them the questions that you really want to ask them. I said, well, yeah. And I, and I listed off a few people and you said, contact them, interview them, submit them to the project. And we became co-hosts in that way. And the next stage that you're going to speak about in a moment is basically encouraging other people to do exactly the same thing. Absolutely. So, Again, there's a lot of information on lostincitations.com. There, there's a tab and it's called Guide for Contributors, which is if you'd like to interview a colleague, if you think that this project was cool, and the, I mean, the whole idea that I started the project is I wanted to talk to people who I was researching because I thought it was, it was really cool. I'm reading these people's uh, work and I get to hear their voice. I get to hear a little bit more about their background. And if this is something interesting to you, that you would like to be a part of this, we encourage you to submit uh, around a five minute MP3 file or MP4 file, just any sort of audio file, about five minutes uh, with you and the guest. Send us uh, a brief bio of yourself and the guest. Send us the citation. And if you can, well, 
we would we would prefer if you could send us the PDF of the publication that you're going to be speaking about. Now, the reason we ask you to send a five minute sort of sound check is because we don't want you to do something which I've done in the past is record an amazing show that takes an hour, an hour and a half of your time. You have the best conversation in the world. The audio is just not cutting it. And then you, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a terrible feeling. I don't know if you've had the same feeling, Chris, but then, you know, you can never conversations like lightning in the bottle. You can't just say, let's do it again. Right. Because right. if you do it again, it's, it's, it's going to be different. Well, you know, we had a conversation fairly early on. I, I contacted a friend of mine who was in the States at the time under COVID lockdown. And we had a great conversation, as you say, about an hour. And then when the audio came through, it really was not, it, it wasn't good enough to share with other people. And I had to apologize to you, apologize to my friend who'd given his hour uh, for the interview. So yeah, I don't want people wasting their time producing these things. So a five minute sample is one way of just making sure that your audio setup is is fine, that their audio setup is fine, and that a full 45 minutes to an hour of an interview is going to be something that people can can listen to without much trouble. So we've started this process with Kate Mayer, who was citation number 39. And Kate had shown interest in doing an interview. And so I, I've met with her a few times and she's, she submitted, I think now we've gotten to around three sound checks, mm -hmm. almost similar to a journal, um, but it's only like five minutes. So I, I listened to it. I could hear a couple things. I gave a little bit of advice. The biggest piece of advice is just an external mic. And it doesn't really even need to be an expensive one, but I, I could give advice about that. Chris can as well. Mm -hmm. And so if you'd like to submit the audio file, please submit to lostincitations.com and Chris or I will listen to it and we'll get in touch with you and we'll sort of guide you through the recording process and we'll give you some tips if you're looking for that. And then maybe after, you know, one or two or three sound checks when you're confident that the audio is good, it's also a good way to sort of talk to the guest and, and build rapport. And by the time you got everything ready and you're, and you're familiar with the sound equipment, then you probably can do a show. Now you don't need to do an hour. I don't know, Chris, what's, is there, is there a minimum amount of time? I mean, I, I normally go to, I, I like the long form. I um, know you do. Uh, I would, I would think about it like when you submit the five minutes, that's your basic abstract that you submit to a conference and then a conference presentation. A good conference presentation is, you know, 25 minutes to, to 45 minutes, depending on the conference. But what tends to happen, and I assume that you liking the longer form interviews, this is very similar to you, that once you get into the conversation, you, you start making notes, you start, you know, coming back and there are things that you want to, to follow up on. I, I like to have a interview that is somewhere around about an hour and then after going back and you know, checking and making sure that everything uh, you know that sometimes in interviews they don't go particularly smoothly and there are disruptions particularly when you're conducting these things over Skype or Zoom so they usually edit down to about 45 to 50 minutes I would suggest something around about an hour interview that becomes a 45 minute podcast is something to aim for yeah, and if I if I could do a plug for uh, the blog, the one blog that I wrote. So on the lostincitations.com on the page there, again, there's a tab called blog. And I did a blog on October 8th, which was 10 tips for interview style, where I give some advice on my interview style. 
And if that's helpful for people, that's great. If not, that's cool too. If you have your own style, that's great. I, I, we would like you to sort of follow, generally follow the format where you, the, the central part of the podcast is the, the literature in question. And we'd like to learn more about the background of the author as much as the author would like to share. And maybe some insights on the process of writing the paper and maybe uh, some things that really didn't make it into print, some context. Those are the fun, those are the fun, I don't know about you, Chris, but those are the fun things for me, learning about things that didn't necessarily make it to print. That's always the fun stuff because it reminds me of the, the background to it. That there's a, the, a recently published podcast with myself and uh, Kevin Brown, where we talked about just the process of learning statistical analysis in order to just make the paper or just make the thesis. And that kind of information, I think, not only is cathartic to the people who are speaking, but to the people who are listening, it kind of gives a, a, a background to these are things that the struggles that people are going through in their research processes, and uh, that we're all in this together. So yeah, those kind of stories, I think, add a little something to the to the paper that you're reading. Yeah, and so we're excited to announce that our first contributing uh, podcast interview is going to be Citation 56, where yep. Kate Mayer, who was Citation 39, interviews uh, Neil Curry, mm -hmm. who's a learning advisor at Canada University of International Studies. And that is going to be released on April 28th. So thank you, Kate, and thank you, Neil. Uh, it was it was great working it was great working with the both of them through this process and that's where i kind of came up with this idea that probably we should ask people to submit the five minute recording because you can learn a lot in five minutes you absolutely can and and it's it is the it is the small things as you say it's the uh, your audio setup that that people can hear you well and you can hear that person well and it we have to think about not only the activities of the person submitting the file but the people who are going to be listening to it as a podcast wherever they choose to do so and we as much as possible make sure that the product that we deliver is well organized and easy to listen to and doesn't require any more effort than downloading and playing things that you're interested in i guess the most important thing is make sure that it's a clear sound and that both mm -hmm. pe both people's levels are the same don't be overly critical of how you sound. Uh, that's how I would, everyone listens to themselves on tape and, and they're shocked and horrified. Mm. Um, but that, that's pretty much universal. So if you listen to yourself, <laughs> don't, don't criticize your own voice. Just it's more no, for no. us. It's just about the levels and there's no extraneous, try to limit the amount of background noise as much as possible. I know it can be difficult at times and also try to make sure that nothing is, is really draining your internet speed. If you're recording long distances, uh, that's one thing I do is I turn off my my video. Uh, I make sure there's no other sort of applications open. And I also ask the same for the guests. So these little things, we can sort of help you through and you can get a, a couple practice shots. And then once we say, okay, I think you're good to go to do the do the hour, submit the hour, and then we'll, we'll listen to that. And uh, I, I don't know, Chris, are we, are we taking on the role of editors? We'll, we'll edit it down if we feel there should be some points that are cut out. Uh, yes, I, I think that's probably the best way to to do it uh, from from the start. You're, you're absolutely right about uh, cutting down the the intermittent variables, and 
the, the easiest way to to say about recording, I think, is exactly what you said. So you want an external microphone, and it doesn't have to be that expensive. And I I discovered during this year, again, these things that come up from time to time. So you have your audio setup, I have mine. I generally use Zoom, and I found that during the the use of Zoom, that it it does have an auto leveling function. So some of it is you know, some of that problem is, is taken out. Uh, I use Audacity to to listen and edit it down. That's how I know how the, how the levels are set. Yeah, once you once you submit the five minutes and, and it sounds good, then once you've submitted the hour, I think we can work with them exactly the way an editor would work with someone who submitted to a journal about how to, you know, confidently work through their own material. I think from the for the first few submissions, maybe we can edit them. But then after that, I think people will probably learn the skills for themselves with a bit of guidance from ourselves. Yeah. And again, there's a lot of information on lostincitations.com, guide for contributors. Again, Chris has a little bit of a different setup than than I do. I, I record on Skype. So I think mm. right now we're really excited that that Kate is interviewing Neil. We're hoping our goal for this year is I don't know about you, Chris, but my goal would be maybe one contributing interview a month. Um, that would be great. Now that would be, that's probably going to be hard to do this year because we're, we kind of like to stack them up. So <laughs> we would need sort of a catalog, but if we can start getting some submissions rolling in from next month, that would be really exciting. And again, I guess the carrot at the end of the stick is, is there someone out there who you've read um, that you just really want to talk to? Exactly. And, you th- and you think that person, it could be someone you know, it could be someone you don't know. No, that's exactly right. And uh, during this process, I've spoken to people who I've been citing for the better part of 15 years, who I didn't know that much about. And now having spoken to them, I, I know about their their process of, of research, how they find people to contribute to their books. I've learned about Jennifer Jenkins as cats. Uh, yeah. it's, it's that little thing that humanizes this process that sometimes feels like it's just you in front of a screen. And I know for the last year that that has been stressful for many people, including myself. And so knowing that this person is human, that they're going through the same issues that you are going through and you can learn a little bit about them is one way of, uh, you know, progressing as, as an academic and uh, uh, as a human, maybe. So I wanted to jump into a topic. I wanted to spring something on you, but maybe we can oh. wrap this up. So <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to make a submission, please, again, send us an audio file of around five minutes. Give us the bio of yourself and who you're interviewing. Uh, give us uh, the citation, um, the APA citation, and give us, uh, if you can, a PDF. If you have any questions at all, you can just send us an email, lostincitations at gmail.com. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that stuff. Um, and again, if you're a guest on the show, uh, please please also share on your, own, on your own social media. That's pretty much the only way we're going to be able to spread the word. So please continue to do that. Um, all right, here, here's, here's a quick topic I thought we could, we could get into before we wrap this uh, mini pod up is... From all the interviews, whether you've interviewed someone or if you listened to an interview, mm. what's what's been something that you've been able, because you and I, like I started teaching yesterday, going yes. back to face-to-face. So I can go first because I kind of put you on the spot. But I, the, the question is, is there something that you took away from one of the interviews that you've sort of incorporated into face-to-face teaching um, the past two days? And for me, I guess it's a little bit of a mix of 
positive psychology and sort of the energy. There's two people I'm thinking of. One was the, the Mark Helgeson interview uh, where, where you interviewed mm. Mark Helgeson and you talked about positive psychology. And the other interview I'm thinking about was, was Joe Fallett, mm -hmm. where his, his, just his demeanor and his energy and his, his ideas about the classroom, it really inspired me. And in the beginning of uh, my, my classes these past two days, you've probably seen that meme online, the, 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 top, the top 10 things that take zero talent, <laughs> something like that, right? right? And I remember at some point getting frustrated with my students a couple of years ago at the end of the term. And I said, oh, I'm going to teach them this, right? But it was already too late. Mm -hmm. And so I, I did it in the beginning of class and I did it with a lot of energy and I kind of like pumped myself up. And then I saw the, the, the students, they kind of got pumped up too. And I think that's the first time that I, I kind of sort of bought into some of this positive psychology stuff, not, not only for, I shouldn't call it that. That's really degrading. <laughs> it's a field. It's a legitimate field, right. but that's the first time I sort of got, I said, Oh, you can impact other people's emotions and you can impact your own emotions and you can actually change the vibe in the room. So that's, that's something that I kind of tried out and I was excited about the results. No, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I would definitely mention Mark Helgeson as one of my favorite podcasts from the last year. I, it, he's someone who I've been following for quite a while, not only for his talent for making interesting in-room presentations, mm -hmm. and he was always a best in jalt. And this is something that you learn from the interview, his very positive demeanor mm. and how much it means to him that the students are actually having a good time and a positive time and a positive time that they actually go out on campus and do good things for other people as well. So yes, I, I would I would say that Mark Helgeson is one of the uh, interviews that I, I really, really enjoyed. The same thing for uh, Robert Murphy as well, the, the same kind of genuine positivity. Uh, the other person that I would mention is uh, Rebecca Oxford, who you interviewed before uh, JALT this year, before she gave, I believe, what was her first plenary uh, at JALT. Right. And during the lockdown, I used to like to get up very early in the morning, before five o'clock, and take like two hour walks and uh, listen to podcasts and kind of get back in touch with uh, Walk Down by the Sea. And hers was an interview that really inspired me because of her genuine connection to the people in her class. And it's one of the things that I always promise myself that when we get back in class, when we get back into normal lessons, I'm going to try and connect as much as possible with, with my students because we're all kind of in this together. I do feel that I, I agree that sometimes you get frustrated with how students don't uh, listen to what you're saying, but when you view them more as uh, you know individual humans and that they they have their own stresses and they've had a bad morning or they've had a bad you know they didn't sleep well the night before and it, it's not it's not them and it's not you it's the world and her message was very very positive and I, I really enjoyed listening to that one and it was I think that's a, probably your your best interview and I, I think it's uh, one that is, I've listened to the most again I've probably listened to it four or five times since then yeah, so positive, positive psychology. It, um, mm. I, I'm, I'm into it, and it was, it was cool to see the students and to, to interact with them, 
and uh, I'm, ex I'm excited for the coming year, both as a teacher, researcher, and uh, hopefully be transitioning more to a sort of an editor for, again, what we're calling an audio journal. So again, if you'd like to submit an interview, we'd love to hear from you, honestly, it would be great. Uh, that's the most exciting thing is to hear two people talk about something. I have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. That's, that's the goal. Uh, so if you, if I don't know you and Chris doesn't know you and we don't know the person you're interviewing, that's probably ideal. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just give, I'll just give you the, 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 the subtext from lostincitations.com. It, it's, we're, we're aiming it at the audio journal for aspirational academics, creative teachers, and free thinking individuals. And I think that covers as many people as we possibly can. So if you find yourself within that bracket, you are welcome to contact someone that you are interested in speaking to and then submit to us the fruits of that labor. Right, and uh, check, check out the, the blog, um, 10 Tips for Interview Style. There's a lot of, lot of good tips there. Again, we have audio tips on guide for contributors. So again, I, uh, the main thing is go to lostincitations.com. There's a lot of, inter there's a lot of uh, information there. And thank you so much for, for listening and reaching out. Thank you so much for the guests who've given their time so generously. Uh, they have more of an excuse <laughs> to say no. Uh, last year, we really took advantage of that where people, <laughs> they, right, right. they couldn't say, oh, I'm busy that week. So we really, yeah, I, we really struck on that, that, that time. I have to leave my house. No, you don't. The government says you can't. <laughs> so I wonder, I hope that the, the future guests will continue, continue to be generous with their time now that they have an excuse to say no. Yes, uh, I, I would agree. And I, I think that uh, having, having begun this process, it's, it's easier to, and also feel free to send the Lost in Citations uh, website to the people, send the link to the people who you're contacting and saying, uh, saying that the, these are the people who we've interviewed already. This is a legitimate project. And uh, if you choose to to join it, your name will be added to this uh, growing list of wonderful guests that we've had. Right. And and then li and listen to uh, Kate's interview next week. Uh, the way she introduces herself, I think, is perfectly fine. Um, it, it, it's, it's, again, it's, it's kind of following the same standard if we're going to call ourselves a journal. Mm -hmm. but she definitely ha has her own personality and she, so she follows the format to some degree, which I, again, I talk about on the blog post. Um, but there's a lot of freedom. There's a lot of freedom mm, for you for to sure, be an sure. individual and take the conversation where you want it to go. And we might add uh, an end card to it that will feature my voice. I do apologize for that, but I'll do my best to um, create uh, the, the usual sonorous tones that I add to all of our podcasts. Right. Well, I think uh, I think that was good. Are we hmm. uh, are we done? I think we are, John. <laughs> <laughs> another another job done. Well done, sir. Yes. All right. And and thank you and thank you, Chris, for uh, all the work you you did this year. It's uh, definitely we couldn't have done. I don't think we could have done this without each other. I agree. And I was just about to say that uh, it's been very much a team effort. And in the times when we were looking for enthusiasm. Uh, I gained it from you and uh, and the good work that you were doing. So thanks for that too. You as well. So uh, th thanks for listening and we'll talk to everybody uh, next week. Yep. See you soon.